0: Hello everyone, my name is Caleb Prozy, and joining me as always are my co-hosts Naaman Smith and Caleb Confusioni and we'd like to welcome you for the first time to the house. On this podcast we talk about everything sports every week and because it's the first episode I would love to kind of just give you guys intros about who we are and some little facts
1: about us. So I'm going to kick it over to Naaman, he's going to tell you about himself. My name is Naaman, I'm from Jupiter, Florida. Uh, both my parents are from Alabama, so even though I go to Florida State, my favorite sports team, like or teams, is the Auburn Tigers athletic department. Just any team in general: golf, swimming, diving, football, softball. Actually, softball. It's F- FSU, but big, big, everything. Big diving guy. Big,
2: diving, big. Guy diving guy over here. Yeah. And then Caleb, what about you? Uh, I'm Caleb Confusione. Uh, I'm from Pensacola, Florida. Um, Gosh, favorite sports team of all time Probably the New Orleans Saints I keep up with the Saints daily Um, Went to training camp this year, it was a blast I've been a Saints fan since like Probably about a year or so before they won the Super Bowl So it was like I got into the fandom thinking that we were this dynasty And then since then we've like Been let down in the playoffs every year So it's been a roller coaster, But um, that's by far my favorite team And yeah, just love all things sports though. just keeping up with all of it mainly football stuff but you know i'll delve into the world of diving as well if if i'm interested (laughs) so like yeah caleb prosy how about you
0: uh i'm caleb prosy i'm the second caleb on the show uh i prefer to be the the better caleb but i guess i went second so i'm the worst caleb this week yep and uh from jacksonville beach florida and my favorite team across all platforms has to be a tie i'm a hometown kid so i love my jacksonville jaguars obviously but I'm also a huge baseball guy, and I think the, that AAA affiliate for the Marlins, those Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, ooh, are a force ooh, okay, to be reckoned true, with. And they okay. are one of my favorite teams of the two. So, yeah, it was awesome. Glad we got that out of the way. Really hate the awkward little icebreakers. But <laughs> yeah. now we're going to move into what's happening in sports. So we're going to talk some Florida State football for those of you who are from the Tallahassee area or go to Florida State just like the three of us. And we had a pretty big game against Duquesne. Duquesne, mm-hmm. Duquesne, yeah, where we bullied oh, yeah. them forty-seven to
1: seven in week zero. So how was that, Naman? It was good. Uh, we had some breakout performances from a new, uh, bunch of newcomers. Uh, was some excitement around the season, uh, but one performance I do want to sh- uh, point out is the new ru- transfer running back from University of Oregon. His name's Trey Benson. Go Ducks. Go Ducks. Uh, Go Ducks, baby. Auburn beat him in the natty 2010, but it's whatever. <laughs> That's how it's going to uh, So, Trey Benson, <laughs> he transferred from Oregon. Uh, we were a little scared because he had a, as ESPN called it, a catastrophic knee injury. It was pretty yeah. scary. They didn't know if he'd play football again. And he had 18 broken tackles hmm. during the game versus Duquesne. Wow. But it is Duquesne. Yeah. Dude, and I don't, don't know, like, man.
2: Duquesne's got some dogs on defense. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Oh, man.
1: We're
0: really excited for FSU, I feel like. I feel like if we can beat LSU this week, then we'll go 8-4 and four on the year.
2: Okay. That's bold. I think, yeah, I mean, a dub against LSU would be huge. I think that – I mean, like last year, the loss to Notre Dame kind of put a damper on the rest of the year. I feel like – if we can win this game right off the bat, then it gives us tons of momentum going forward. Not that, you know, I, I a lot of people say, oh, we beat Notre Dame, like, we're going to the ACC championship. Like, no, I think that's a little far-fetched. But, like, we beat Notre Dame, I think we at least get a bowl game, right? And, like, we beat LSU this year. I think that gives us good momentum going forward. Um, but, Yeah. What yeah. else
1: do you think about that? So, me personally, I think we're trying to get in the SEC currently. And I think either winning against LSU Monday. or UF mm-hmm. would be a huge step in the right direction. Because we got to prove ourselves. Yeah. Like, we're not, we're not Florida Vanderbilt. State of 2013 anymore. We're Florida State of losing to Jacksonville State. I hate to bring it up, yeah, but, like... I mean, yep. last we get,
0: week zero was a little bit of a nightmare for us Seminoles. Oh, but, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, but... So, another thing about this Trey Benson guy, I just want to add one more thing. So, before the game, he had an anxiety attack. Yeah. And he had to actually call his mom, and his mom had to, like, calm him down and console him and just mom's tell him, hey, boy, yeah. yeah, like, bro, moms, shout out to all the moms out there, uh,
2: just like. Naaman loves, no, loves moms. No, no,
1: no, 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 yeah, maybe, but, like, hey, his, his, his <laughs> mom <laughs> came in clutch. Because she calmed him down, and like his first touchdown he scored during the game, he looked up to the stands and looked at his mom and gave a little uh, salute. So there's, I don't really know how he's gonna do in Death Valley if he had an anxiety attack before the
0: first first game though. Back after what? 14 months of not playing or something like that. It was just seems like a lot.
2: I I like I like this guy, but I keep thinking of Mackenzie Milton. (laughs) Because he came back from a catastrophic knee injury, transferred from UCF, came in one game. I think he relieved Jordan Travis. I don't remember why. And he did great. Like, first drive was awesome, and everyone was like super high on him. And then he fell off. I'm not, I hope Trey Benson doesn't do that. I yeah. hope so, too. But yeah. I don't want to get, like, crazy hype yet. Like, I, w- I want to see him in death. Valley.
0: LSU will be the test. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah,
1: definitely. And moving on to what what else is trending, Caleb?
0: Uh, trending right now, Russell Wilson, Denver Broncos quarterback, was just given an extension of $245 million for five Woo! years. That extension That's also a includes $165 million guaranteed and will keep him in Denver for seven total years for at least – or at most 296 million dollars. So let's ride, Bronco Nation. That's insane to me. I think that he deserves it all the more. I think he's a great quarterback with a lot to prove, especially coming out of Seattle. He's got a Super Bowl ring, and he's got the he's got the AFC now to worry about, and that's a yeah. competitive side of football.
2: I mean, it's a it's a brand new challenge for him, right? I mean, that division is just incredibly stacked. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, he's literally, he's going from the NFC, which is very, very top-heavy, to just a singular division where he's going to have to perform, like, top-notch week in, week out. I mean, just so. think about
0: just think about the four teams that are even in there. Like, you got right. Justin Herbert and the Chargers. One mm-hmm. of the best secondaries with Derwin James and now J.C. Jackson.
2: What? Well, yeah, th- that secondary is absolutely goaded, yeah.
0: And then you got Derek Carr and his Raiders. Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, newcomer, amazing. Right. And I just, I can't. I can't foresee Russ being spectacular, but I can see him competing well. And yep. the Kansas City Chiefs, let's, I mean, they're Tyreek-less. They are tyreek they do not have him anymore. Mm-hmm. But they still have a stellar QB in Patrick Mahomes, and they still have a wonderful receiving core despite losing Tyreek Hill. He True. wasn't their entire core. McCole Hardman, Travis Kelsey, those guys are still dominant athletes that can go out and have a game for sure.
1: But just imagine paying this guy, what, $245 million? Mm-hmm. And they have a chance to come in fourth in that division? Yeah. Like, it would yes. not surprise anybody no. if they came in fourth in that division. So that's, that's a why? that's a scary contract. But at the end of the day, that's the NFL nowadays. If you don't have a quarterback, you're just not going to be relevant. Exactly. It's just, so you got to pay him. But yeah. uh, let's see. Moving on. Story number three. Story number three. What's going on in the NBA, Caleb?
2: Dude, that's all you, man. That's, that's all a, Yeah, that's all you. I, 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 I'm not the biggest NBA dude, but I know there's some trade going on with the Cavs and the Jazz. Oh shoot! Oh, yeah. You're right. So, uh, oh wow.
0: Spida. So, Donovan Mitchell to the yeah. Cavs. For, you let me
2: know what's happening.
0: For somewhat of a big deal, I would say. I mean, I would, I would say that the Jazz won that trade. I would say that the Cavs definitely lost that trade.
1: Well, what, what is the trade to the viewers that don't know? We're gonna, have, have, to, we're
0: gonna have to fact check me because if okay. I do
1: this wrong. So I okay, the Cavs are giving up. Wait, hold on, let me pull it up.
2: While Naaman takes a brief moment to look up that information on the internet, I'd like to interrupt the podcast just for a minute and tell you about one of my most prized possessions, my bidet. Bidets are only for the most sophisticated of people, and after a long day of eating fish and chips, well, I won't get into specifics, but it is quite pleasant My life has been divided into two segments of time, Uh, BB and AB, before bidet and after bidet, obviously. BB was a dark and sorrowful time in which I dare not travel back to because, well, now that I'm living in uh, AB, it's simply wonderful and I would never go back. I strongly encourage you to invest in a bidet today, it really will change your life. This podcast to the house is brought to you by Bidace. yeah
1: Okay. All right. So, Spida, Donovan Mitchell, he's a superstar some might say. I don't really believe so. But, so the Utah Jazz are trading him to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Colin Sexton, Laura Markiton, and another player, and three First round, unprotected picks, and two pick swaps. So a total of close to five picks. And that's what the Jazz is getting in return for Donovan Mitchell. Five picks, pretty much. First round, which doesn't mean, can mean a lot, or can also be pretty worthless in the NBA. And three players, for just one player. I know, but... That's crazy. The Cavs feel that
0: Donovan Mitchell is that piece to take them forward in their charge to go on for next season they feel that he is a leader enough to make the guys around him better Mm -hmm. so i mean i i too would say the jazz won that trade simply put because the jazz are not going to perform well without him they're going to get those wonderful first pick spots potentially if they win the lottery they're definitely going to be in the nba lottery Yep. yep so those are three future lottery picks that Belong to the Jazz automatically because they got rid of their leader in Donovan Mitchell. True. So it's it's really close, but in the long term effects, the Jazz won that trade.
1: You think so? I do. What do you think? Big NBA guy Caleb I mean I just
2: have questions for y'all. Like is is Mitchell in y'all's opinion, is he that piece that could get the Cavs into a playoff into a finals run?
0: Are you saying does he have that dog in him?
2: That essentially, yeah. Does does he have that, that dog. dog?
0: Not yet. Okay. But this is his test to see if he can take a franchise so bad like the Cleveland Cavaliers mm-hmm. and push them in that Eastern Conference to a playoff spot, which yep. isn't super hard. Now, if he was still in the West, he wouldn't do it. Right. But the Eastern Conference, he can definitely make that. He can make the playoffs. Yeah. Can he make a deep run in the playoffs? I don't think so. Is he worth five picks And you all know? No, definitely he's not. not. Especially I, not five, not three rounds. I think
1: the Jazz definitely won the trade, but I don't think the Cavs lost it because I was listening to an actual podcast today, and uh, it was kind of interesting, their take on it, because Cleveland, what do you think of Cleveland? It's not Miami. It's not L.A. It's really hard to attract good free agents to go to Cleveland. Right. Yeah. like Unless they have LeBron there, which they don't anymore, so, I think they were talking about how, like, this is the Cavs' way of getting... Again, they're taking a bet on Donovan Mitchell that he's going to be the next superstar. And they hope. that That's all they can do is they hope. They gave away the farm. <laughs> they really did. They really did. Because, uh, again, some of you may remember this, but Danny Ainge is the guy who orchestrated the trade for the Jazz. Danny Ainge was also the guy who orchestrated the 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 trade for the Celtics when the Celtics traded away uh Rondo, Paul Pierce and Kevin, Kevin Garnett, Garnett, Garnett to, the Nets. to the Nets and the Nets ended up that trade failed for the Nets. Mm-hmm. And those picks, those again, they got five first round picks this time. Back then I think they got four, something like that. They got a lot. And the Nets weren't good. The Nets no, those weren't. players weren't good for. They went for to them the
0: playoffs, and, but they didn't win a title, which was yeah. the the focus for the Nets getting those players, and, and then, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and even Ah, oh, who's the third player that went there? I don't remember. But uh, those players were supposed to make a difference in Brooklyn.
1: Yeah.
0: There was, it was one of the biggest blockbuster news in, like, what, 2014? Yeah. yeah. And it, did, it didn't happen. Yeah. It's the same thing as when Dwight Howard went to the Lakers after yeah. coming off of a wonderful season with the Magic in 2010, and him and Kobe just didn't mesh.
1: But the big thing is those picks became, like, top three overall picks. They did. So that's the scary thing for the Cavs right now is they need to be good. Yeah. Or, yeah.
0: Well, we'll so. we'll give uh, Caleb some time to shine by moving into some fantasy Yay. football. Woo! We just had our me, Naaman, and Caleb all actually were a part of a draft for our Sunday, church. right? Yeah. Our church, dra- yeah. our church league did a draft, yeah. um, and I feel pretty confident about my team.
1: Wait, 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 Caleb, I forget what was the forfeit challenge for that one.
2: The forfeit challenge, yeah. The, loo- the loser, what does the, the loser, loser have to do?
1: Sorry, not forfeit. Loser oh. challenge.
2: So the the thing is, so there was. Like, different ideas being tossed around. One of them was you have to wear, like, a clown suit to church, which was, like, I was on board for that. Like, that that was fine, and, you know, I I don't think I'm going to lose, so I was kind of being... I, I was kind of orchestrated that, and then the other challenge that people had thought of was the milk challenge, mm-hmm. and which i thought was horrible because that is actual like physical pain and you're probably going to be throwing up (laughs) and but then someone brilliant i don't remember who it was decided to combine the two (laughs) and you have to like run in a clown costume to church while drinking milk like at a few different stops or something so
0: yeah i think we set up we're going to set up like four different
2: stops like stations or whatever yeah so So not only
0: are you going to be at church in clown costume but you're going to... You might be throwing up, you want too. to die, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: You will be, like, yeah. miserable the entire time. So, that's the... that Whoever gets... What is it? 12th place? 12-man league? 12-man so, league. Uh, yeah. so whoever gets 12th place uh, will be doing that. And I Good just luck. pray to God it's not me. I don't think it will be. I think I had a solid draft. I think all of us had solid drafts. Yeah. I feel, oh, yeah. I'm um, not
0: scared of either one of your teams. But also, you guys should not fear mine. I feel yeah. like <laughs> My team is not... One to be feared, but it isn't yeah. one to look on, like look upon.
1: You're not going to come in 12th. I won't come in 12th, is what yes. I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right. no. we'll, podcast listeners, we will keep you updated throughout the year, especially if one of us is trending towards 12th. We will be roasting them the entire For year. For sure. For sure. Yes. So,
2: I play you, in. I play you week one, and I oh, play shoot. you week two. Okay, oh, cool. Wow. cool, cool. So, we get some, like, some some real heat right off the bat there. So, hey, I,
1: I'm starting at 1 0. I'll just say that right <laughs> now.
2: Yeah, that's. To, it's
1: honestly to keep,
0: like a bi-week to keep the fantasy motion going what is a sleeper that for those listeners out there who are scrambling to get players off of those waivers which
2: player would you want them to take off the waivers and why um so I, i've been talking about rashad bateman a lot i don't know if he's going to be on a lot of waiver wires for people because i think a lot of people will end up drafting rashad bateman Probably in a later round, but um, if he is on waiver wires in your league, please go get him. Marquise Brown is gone, so Bateman will. You know, other than Mark Andrews, they're phenomenal tight end. Bateman will likely be getting a large share of targets over there. Um, I think he's a really phenomenal deep threat, so he's going to be getting a lot of catches down deep. Hopefully, get some some tutties as well. Had a heck of a um, preseason. Oh, yeah. yeah, he had an outstanding preseason. I mean, you look at and you look at Marquise Brown's stats from last year, like insane like the dude went absolutely went off and it's kind of an underrated thing because you know the Ravens offense is an offense that likes to run a lot and you know use Lamar's talents and things like that but Brown had a really really good year if Bateman can even produce like 75-80% of that like that would be awesome um so, yeah, I think as long as Lamar stays healthy, because that was when Brown kind of took a dip is when Lamar was hurt and he was yeah. out for a few games. Mm-hmm. But as long as Lamar stays healthy, Bateman is, like, an excellent option.
0: So I believe that. I believe that. I also believe in Lamar. Yeah. He's my he's my quarterback. You know, I, I believe in him, and I think he's <laughs> going to have a career year, not only in rushing again, as we've seen before, but in <laughs> passing as well. And Rashad Bateman will play a huge part in that. My sleeper, if this is all depending on how big your fantasy is, like your fantasy league, <laughs> We have a 12-man league, so a lot of these guys that we're thinking are sleepers are on our teams. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So my my big sleeper, the guy I think who's going to be outstanding, is Damian Pierce. He mm. is a, a gator, but he <laughs> yeah, got drafted it's... by the Texans and had a wonderful preseason. And, I mean, even in his, like, in one game, six rushes, 37 yards, and one touchdown in one series playing for the Texans. I, I don't remember exactly. That game was with the 49ers where they won 17-0. 17-2-0. And the Texans are, were going to make him running back number one especially. But now seeing that they just released Marlon Mack, Damian Pierce is 100%. It's his season. The Texans are going to be his team. And other than Brees Hall of the Jets, he is the number one rookie running back in the league right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. So um, for me, it's not going to be like a guy you can find on the waiver wire. Definitely not. But uh, I'm gonna do Fortnite boy, Juju Smith-Schuster. Stop, uh, bro. I think he's gonna be Patrick Mahomes' number one target behind Kelsey because we all know Kelsey is his guy. But we need there's mouse like there's a lot of passes going around with uh, Tyree Kill gone. So I think Juju will step in that like that hole, and I think he's gonna go off this year. Yeah, dude. I when I was talking
0: about the Chiefs and Russell Wilson and that whole division, yeah. completely forgot that Juju was on that team. Yeah, like I mentioned, McCole Hardman. Before I mentioned Juju, yikes. Right. I feel bad.
2: Yikes. I I totally like in the draft. I totally wasn't even thinking about Juju, and then I saw his picture in like a red uniform, and I was like, wait a second, like yeah, he definitely is on. He's with Kansas City now, so it'll be interesting. I mean, I think Mahomes will definitely get the ball to him a lot, and like you said, other than Kelsey, he definitely has potential to be number one target. So, I mean, that that offense is—you never know what they're gonna. You never know what's up their sleeve. So That's sure. Yeah. I could see Juju like throwing a touchdown pass or something. You know, it's like that's like a bold prediction before the season starts. Throwing a touchdown Juju pass. Juju will throw a touchdown pass to like Patrick Mahomes, some sort of trickery.
0: Nice uh Philly special.
2: Right, yeah. Oh yeah. boy.
1: <laughs>
0: or Joe Mixon. Or Joe Mixon, yeah. <laughs> uh so to move on, kind of more keeping that NFL train rolling still. I would like for us to like go around, give one conservative take about the season or about a certain player and then follow it up with an extremely hot take. Spicy one that One that's going to cause some debate, for sure. All
2: right, Caleb, what about you first? Um, so I'll go with my conservative take first. Um, Justin Jefferson is going to be an absolute cheat code this year. I think everyone knows that right now. I think it's justifiable to draft Justin Jefferson first in fantasy. Mm. like For Number one overall. Yeah. That, I, I, that's, that's a hot take. I, would, hey, that, that's a, hot I was with take. you until the last sentence. I, would, I wouldn't do it, but if someone did, I wouldn't be mad at them. Okay. Like I feel like he could... I mean, if shoot, if he's having a Cooper Cup-type year, which like could very well happen, mm. if I could go back last year... I, yeah, I mean, I had Cooper Cup on my team, but I would have taken him way earlier had I known the production he was going to have. Wait, I push. just... I really really, really think Jefferson is going to be the guy this year. I mean, his t- 15 yards per catch last year, 1,616 total yards, 108 receptions, 10 touchdowns. Like, Kevin O'Connell is going to be awesome over there. It's going to be great. So, look okay. out for your hot takes. Bring the heat. My hot take, Devontae Adams will fall out of the top ten, fantasy top ten this year. I think he's overrated in L.A. on the Raiders. I just – and th- this this took some reaching. This took a little research, but I, here's why. Uh, I, he's going to be very consistently facing a lot of top-tier corners in that division, especially on the Chargers, but yeah, the Broncos and the Chiefs sure. are also yeah. good. They got J.C.
1: Jackson now, right?
2: Yeah, not yeah. to mention the Raiders' defense sucks. So the reps he's getting in practice, <laughs> I'm not saying he's going fi- to – I'm not saying that's like a huge reason, but, I mean, shoot, he's going to be going up against, like, I don't even – who are the starting Q- uh, cornerbacks for L.A., the Raiders? like Vegas. Vegas. No, couldn't Vegas. tell you. Exactly. So there's the thing. No more Aaron Rodgers on the team. Derek Carr is pretty good, but he's my fantasy QB, but he's not like that good. Not as good as Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's going to be competing for target shares more than he ever has before with Waller and Renfro on the team. I mean, he was like pretty much the only dude in Green Bay that was catching passes. Uh, he's also 29. He's getting old, and they signed him to a five year contract. So they're probably going to decrease his target share a little bit um, just so that. He can last in the league. He doesn't get hurt or anything. Um, I love Devonte Adams. He's incredibly talented, but don't think he's gonna don't He'll think he's gonna off. be as good as he was last it's, year. It's
0: hot. It's hot. I'll give you that. It's hot. It's not spicy. It's yeah, hot though. That's fair. I'll 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 give you guys a, a nice conservative take. One that we can all just kind of vibe with. Mm. CMC will be injured and not finish a full season again. I Christian McCaffrey that. will not make it through. 17, 18 weeks of football That's
1: fair, that's fair I, I think he'll play more than he has the past two years yeah. But I, I do think he'll miss Like two or three games I think a lot of people think he's super injury prone And he's trying to change that mm-hmm. But So we'll see we'll Now see. time for my
0: hot take all right, all right, all right. I would I just wanted to have a conservative take Because we were told to But my hot take is And I've kind of hinted at this But I am hot on the Jets bro Oh, the Jets, J E T S, Jets, Jets, <laughs> jets, no, no, jets, no. jets. I am no, hot no, on no. the Jets. I think they will take number two in the AFC East. I don't care how spicy everyone's making the Dolphins out to be. Zach Wilson, Brees Hall, and that outstanding O line will whoop the Dolphins and whoop the Patriots. They are the Patriots are a broke back team. And Bill Belichick is on his way out. I do not foresee them being better than these rising. But what jets. about the Dolphins? I just said the Dolphins were overhyped.
2: No, 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 no. No way. No way. I, I think the Dolphins' offense is overhyped. I think that defense Defense is crazy. That defense is crazy. And Zach Wilson is not gonna know what hit him when they when he plays the Dolphins. He defense. won't get
0: hit because that O line is awesome.
2: <sighs> I I, I have- Zach
0: Zach Wilson, in the last five starts that he had zero interceptions they are going to have a Bengals type leap no definitely not maybe not exactly definitely not super not. bowl candidates no way but playoff contenders
2: yeah zach wilson is not joe burrow i
0: think this is this is definitely a
2: hot take or something that's what
0: i'm saying these takes have got to be spicy it's a take. It spicy it's spicy yeah guys, i guess you I guess. guys can see why i'm hot on the jets but you just don't agree with it and that's okay
1: that's what a hot take is it is i a guess it's uh I guess my conservative take since we're just doing conservative takes um just to have some mellowness in the room. Yeah. Uh totally personally, insane. I think Justin Herbert will win that division. Uh again, both my both my takes are going to be winning like teams winning divisions. So I think Justin Herbert is going to make that step this year. I think last year he was that dog. It just the special teams let him down and I hope then that this offseason they fix those problems, but I just love Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, uh, Keenan and Allen. I just love everything that, that's going on with the Chargers. And then again, their left tackle is just a dog. So, just, I love what's going on in L.A.
2: It's like a medium spicy salsa take. It's conservative. It
0: means the
1: Chiefs like, are going down. With a little bit of heat to it.
2: They beat the Chiefs last year. I
1: think one out of the two games, if not both. So, it's a pretty, yeah, they're it's, a good team. They're a good team, and they've they've had some great additions in the offseason.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, so, my, do you guys want the Heat? I would like the Heat. You want the Heat? Okay. All right. So, for the Heat, I have in the NFC North, I have the Vikings winning the division over the Packers. I think the Vikings have the sauce this year. I think they're going to put up 12, if not 13, wins. Mm. Think of that. A 13 and what? A 13 and 4 Vikings team? That's crazy. 13 win season
0: now granted i don't think the packers are going to be as good especially with the losses that they've taken and the drama with aaron Rodgers. i really don't think that they're going to be spectacular but i also don't think the vikings are going to be spectacular but also that division isn't super hot itself
2: no i mean because it's i mean it's the the bears and the lions outside of that exactly so So
0: one of those vikings or packers are going to take it but it's going to be a grudge match not an absolute beatdown
1: no, I just love yeah. their every... Again, I'm a big offensive guy. I think the league is trending to the offensive side. Like, the Dolphins had, awesome. like, a top three defense last year. They missed the playoffs. Who had the best offenses? The Chiefs. Uh, who else? Who, who else? The 49ers. The 49ers had a sick offense. The Bengals had a sick offense. Mm-hmm. They all made... They made the Super Bowl. And the 49ers, they went pretty deep in the playoffs. I think that next step is going to be uh, taken by the Vikings. I think they have have what it takes. Uh, Now, again, their quarterback, everyone thinks he's not that good, but he performs. He performs when he needs to. He doesn't make mistakes. He's a veteran in the league, and I think the receivers are going to carry him to a a really good playoff run. I'm not going to say they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think conference title –
0: I mean, and that that new signing. Wait, wait, wait oh, Rager. I mean, like
1: they'll make it to the conference championship game. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. But
0: that that yeah. new signing of Jalen Rager from Philly, I think that's going to complement Justin Jefferson, and I mean, yeah, actually compliment Kirk Cousins and see his decision making because he's got three solid receivers now with him, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about the Vikings. But you never yeah. know what Aaron Rodgers can just pull out of his back pocket.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, yeah, Thielen's a guy, too. Like, we talk about Justin Jefferson a lot, but Thielen's like – I mean, if it's not going to Jefferson, like, look out for Thielen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thielen. I mean, Thielen's older, but he's still got it in him, I think. And if Dalvin Cook stays – I mean, Dalvin Cook's coming back this year. Like, that's True. enormous. I think the, the matchup of the year in that division will be this Vikings offense against Green Bay's defense. Yeah. yeah. That'll be really fun to watch.
1: And they're playing week one. It's exciting They're playing week one I don't know where I cannot remember Uh, Can you look that up really quickly? Yeah Uh, And while he's looking that up So another reason why I'm really hot on the Vikings Is because for the past uh, Four or five seasons They've had a defensive coach Mm. As their head coach And that offense has still shown Like has been really good Stephon Diggs was amazing when he was there that's they true. now have Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson was great last year with a defensive head coach. Now they have the Rams offensive coordinator coming over to bring in a really good scheme. That like These guys are already dogs. They're already great playmakers. And now you have Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. their tight end Irv Smith Jr. And then Kirk Cousins is a veteran. Again, he's not flashy, but he's not going to make the simple mistakes. Oh, and then Irv now Smith? you're bringing in... A good scheme, <laughs> bro. Herb <Irv> Smith. Don't <laughs> sleep Irv
2: Smith? on Herb Smith, bro. okay. He's so a good tight end. He, he's Herb Smith. He spells his name. No, it's Herb.
1: I R V. Don't sleep. We got the same last I- name. So the or
2: dogs uh, like.
0: So that. the Vikings game is at home. It'll it's be at Minnesota, home, yeah. But they're still not favored. They, they need
2: no. to win that game. ESPN they need to win has, that game. Uh, ESPN football power index has 53.7% chance Green Bay winning 45.9 to Minnesota, which is honestly pretty like that's close. So that's, that's, that's closer than like I would have anticipated. So Yeah. yeah. Are you sick and tired of having to put on a shirt and pants in the morning? Shoot. I know I am. It's just not efficient and it wastes so much time well I found a solution that I want to tell you all about overalls overalls are the most practical and fashionable way to get ready in the morning whether you're in a rush to make it to your morning class get to work on time or go to your coffee date with that special someone overalls will get you there on time and looking fashionable and ready to go whether you go with a classic pair of denim blue or some interesting prints like camouflage you really just can't go wrong with a pair of overalls this podcast to the house is brought to you by overalls
0: to wrap up this week's episode we'd just like to shoot it over and end with some college football stuff maybe look over the AP poll and see what our college football guy Naaman Smith
1: has to say about it okay alright right. so the AP poll is out and uh, if you guys don't know the rankings so far, I'll give you the top five. Alabama 1, Ohio State 2, Georgia 3, Clemson 4, and Notre Dame with a new head coach, 5. I'm surprised. Like, we can mm-hmm. just start there. Yeah. I think Notre Dame's yeah. way overranked. As As usual. They always have. Been. As usual. They always. Always. <laughs> always are. Like, again, I think if we versing them in Doke again, oh,
0: It'd man. still be a nail-biter.
1: It'd be a nail-biter, but, again, yeah. we could have a top five win. Easy. Start of the year, because they're just overranked like that. Uh, let's see. Do you guys see any other overrankings? The, the one that comes to mind for me, it's not overranked, but I think an exciting one is USC at 14. Lincoln Riley out there in California. It'll be exciting to see what he'll do with the Trojans. I think 14's a really good ranking for him. I do too. Because, uh, again, it's the Pac-12. Honestly, probably the easiest conference.
0: I'm just hyped to see uh, Arkansas. Edging out Kentucky right now. Um, I'm a big woo pig guy, you know. I think Arkansas is a really fun team to watch for me, Mm -hmm. and I just
1: I'm hyped that they're in the top 20. Mm. You know who I don't see in there though? Hmm. I don't see the Gators in there. Do you guys see the Gators in there? I don't know why we
0: would. Yeah, I
1: know. Like yeah, but Miami did sneak in there at 16, Mm. which I guess the the AP poll is pretty high on Mario Cristobal. Yeah. So, uh, I think we can start transitioning it over to the games this week. Yeah. Because just looking at the top five, like, we have a top five matchup week one. Yeah. Uh, It'll be Notre Dame versus Ohio State.
0: Buckeyes all the way. Yeah. You're being an idiot to not pick Buckeyes for this game.
1: Wait, you think Buckeyes with the negative 17 line?
0: No, actually I'm, I'm gonna go Notre Dame on this. Notre one. Dame. <laughs> me. It's oh, in Columbus, man. Ohio, especially. Yeah, That's It's, it's,
1: it's literally it. in Columbus, Ohio. Literally Ohio State has that stability. Like their head coach literally coached them last year. So it's like the players are returning. CJ Stroud's back at quarterback again. Mm-hmm. Probably the front runner for Heisman, alongside Bryce Young in Alabama. Ohio State all the way. Uh, What do you think, Caleb? No, for sure, Ohio State. No hot takes? No
2: hot takes there? No, I I just think Notre Dame gets so much attention from the media, and that's why they rank so high, and it's ridiculous. They, I don't know. Uh, Ohio State's for sure going to win that game. Okay,
1: moving on to another game that has a spread at negative 17, Oregon versus Georgia. Technically, Mm -hmm. they're saying Mm -hmm. it's a neutral site game, it's in but Atlanta. It's, it's literally in Atlanta. Like, come on now. Yeah. They should have helped him out and put in, like, Seattle or somewhere, something.
0: Somewhere in between Oregon <laughs> and Georgia. Somewhere yeah. in between there. It, don't keep like, it in the same state as the dogs. It's a
1: home game for them. True. So, I think this is an interesting game. Uh, I, don't, I think Georgia's going to win. But uh, Oregon's new head coach was Georgia's D.C. last year when they won mm-hmm. the Natty. So, Big I think homecoming. his name's Dan Dan Blimming or Danny Blooming. But uh so maybe he's got a recipe up his sleeve, like or a trick or something, but I really don't know. Like it it would really be a huge upset to pull yeah. that off. What what are the huge what is, is that, what is a, the odds, Caleb? It's
2: it's ninety one and a half percent to Georgia. So I I feel like it's gonna be one of those games where like Oregon might hang for like seven minutes. and people will be like, "Oh, this is a close game," and then Georgia's just gonna absolutely obliterate for the rest of the time. Oh
1: yeah. So let's do the predictions on that. I think it's pretty obvious. I'm going Georgia. I hate to say it, but go dogs. Mm, why'd you say that? I, I won't
2: say that either. But, uh, yeah, George's George got this one in the bag. I
1: will always be War Eagle first. Now, on to the next one. We'll do this one quick. It's a top 25 matchup. Cincinnati at Arkansas. So, I personally go Arkansas. Woo pig. Uh, what about you, Caleb?
0: Woo pig. That's it.
1: Woo pig.
2: Yeah, woo, woo pig for
1: me as well. well I, didn't, I didn't hear you, Caleb. Woo pig. Yes, sir. All right, all right. And then we got two more games. I right, this one's – okay, this one's – ooh. So it's Utah going down to the swamp, and they're going to versus Florida. So the weird thing about this game is Florida's literally paying Utah half a million dollars to come down to play Florida. I think they could get blown out. I personally have Utah winning this game. I mean, they're only favored by
0: three points. They're only
1: favored by three but Utah's number seven. If we, if you don't know that, number seven in the country. Florida's unranked. So if Florida wins this game, they'll pop up to like eleven. And eleven.
0: You, yeah, it's a pretty even spread. It's
1: an even spread, but again, Utah's seven. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what? I have Utah winning. Uh, what about you?
0: It'll be a good game. Not a game I personally want to watch this week, but. I'm. I'll give it to Utah just because I want the Gators to lose Week One. Same. Simply biased opinion there. Yeah.
1: What about you, Caleb?
0: Sleep? Yeah.
2: I I've got Utah as well. I think it's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a really close game. I think Florida's mm-hmm. gonna give them a run for their money. Um, but I I think Utah's gonna end up pulling it out. Um, yeah. I'd love to see the Gators lose Week One. Uh, as I'd like to see them lose every single week. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I've got Utah for sure.
1: Well, okay. If, if, but if I was a betting man, no, I can't say that. If I was a betting man, I wouldn't bet against the Gators this week. I think the the college kids are going to be very riled up down there. In the, the home slot. field
0: really is going to bring that energy, especially in I, yeah. week one. I don't think Everybody Utah's, shows up to week one. All right, I'm no changing
1: what. my pick. I'm going UF. I hate to say it. I'm going UF.
0: I'm going to be petty and stick with Utah, but okay, okay. I can see why you say that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think Utah's going to be ready. They have a great defense, but I don't think they're going to be ready for that noise. And then last – Last but definitely not least, FSU going down to New Orleans, down to the Superdome. Uh, Caleb, yeah, you can new- start us. You that- can start us off with that. Sorry,
2: uh, that, that's a neutral site too, is it not? Oh, it is <laughs> a <laughs> neutral site in New Orleans, quote unquote. Yeah. So yeah, the Cajuns are gonna be raging. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. No, I. I mean, I, yeah, I have Florida State. I think you know. Phew, it's going to be a tough game, dude. In that environment, it's going to be, like, New Orleans is professional college, not ever an easy place to play. Like, people mm-hmm. in there are insane on another level. Oh, yeah. But, but, Norvell is not going to go another year with this kind of big game. I mean, granted, yeah, he beat Miami last year. But he lost to Notre Dame last year and that opener. Lost, He's to m- lost to
1: Jacksonville State.
2: Lost to Jacksonville State. Norvell is angry, dude. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He wants a dub, and he's going to get it. I think LSU's a little washed. Knolls you? all the way.
1: What about you, Caleb? I'm
0: I mean, we're saying that it's a quote-unquote neutral site, but how far do you think Baton Rouge is from New Orleans? It's not I mean, how, it's, no, it's, it's, like,
1: its like 40 minutes. It's not far. It's not
0: no. far. But also, like, I mean, New Orleans is like a five-hour bus drive yeah. for us, too. So we're going to have a lot of fans there ourselves. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, we sold, what, how many student tickets? I don't know. It's sold out pretty fast. It's sold out, yeah. But, like, it's... Yeah, it's going to be in Louisiana and a lot of fans there. But I mean, the the buzz around here in Tallahassee is: you go into the game this weekend, you go like we're going to have True. a good crowd there for us, oh, yeah. and that's going to hype the team up for sure.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. that's going to
0: get them straight up like ready to go in there and just straight fight for three four hours.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like this is a game Sunday night at seven thirty, prime time. I think I think FSU has a really strong chance of just taking this game right out under from Louisiana
1: okay, yeah I'm a big s e c guy we can tell i oh goodness i it hurts me to say, but I do think Florida state will i i hope that they win as well. I hope they win the game, so I'm gonna go Florida state, but if the s e c trumps the a c c again, it would not hurt my feelings. I would honestly like that, but uh i so we'll see we'll see about this game
0: thank you to everyone who tuned in for our first episode of to the house we will see you next week as we discuss very hot takes in the nfl college football and other sports that's going on today and as always
2: this is Naaman, caleb and caleb signing off
1: Woo.